Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. Today, we have Will Clavel, Assistant Director of Small Business Development with the Business and Workforce Development Office. Do I have that right, Will? You have that right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. And before we started recording, you told us a little bit about your transition from CEDO. And I think... Tell us about that, because you were with the Community Economic Development Office, and then during COVID, your work took a little bit of a turn, and now it's landed here. Tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. I'm still doing the exact same work, but when COVID hit, we're obviously hearing from a lot of businesses that needed support. And so the city created what's called the Resource and Recovery Center, and we uh, created different teams to better support the community's needs. And I was put on a team with Carl Naswari, the, at the time, director of the Church Street Marketplace. And we were working together to try to support all businesses as best we could. And so she would focus more on the downtown businesses. And then my work was primarily in the old North End, new North End and South End. And I think that was an effective way to kind of handle the high volume that we were receiving. And so uh, about a year after that, uh, a new department was created, the Department of Business and Workforce Development. And now I work with Car, and we've, uh, grown our team to include others. And we are now the business and workforce development serving all businesses across the city. And you focus on small businesses. I focus on small businesses with a emphasis on supporting our BIPOC women owned and more of our underserved businesses, which I'll get into a little bit more here with some of the programs we recently launched. Yeah, well, I do want to hear about those. But first, I want to hear a little bit about the vitality of our small business community and BIPOC-owned in particular. Can, can you paint a picture for us? Yeah, I think we're in a pretty good spot, especially coming out of COVID, where a lot of cities in the, you know, 2020, 2021 had a lot of empty storefronts. I feel like we did a good job through our resources and technical assistance, keeping businesses alive and helping them survive those those tough days. And um, now with some of the new programs we're about to get into, we've seen a lot of new BIPOC businesses in our markets uh, for our food carts on Church Street and our brick and mortars downtown. So I think we are seeing an increase in BIPOC businesses in Burlington, which is a great thing. Uh, especially for me when it comes to food. I love the the food scene here. So we're doing our best to bring new and exciting food to Burlington. So you talked a little bit about some of the programs that you're offering. Do you want to get into more detail now? Yeah, definitely. Two of the newer ones that I'd like to highlight are two revolving loan funds. As you know, the city doesn't often have a lot of extra money to play with, but with the American Rescue Plan Act, we put out a community survey and the uh, the Burlington community wanted to see support for locally owned small businesses. And so we de- decided to create two revolving loan programs. One is a smaller program, up to $15,000 loans for smaller, newer businesses. And then the other programs up to $40,000 loans. And the reason we decided to create revolving loan programs is because when, when there were COVID grants, they went you know pretty much overnight and they were used quickly. We wanted a more long-term sustainable tool to support businesses. So as long as businesses keep paying back their loans, we'll loan it out to the next business. So hopefully this is a program we'll have for the next decade or two to support small businesses here in town. So, of course, you know, the podcast is about net zero energy, essentially, yeah. and how we're transitioning our city away from fossil fuels, electrifying as much as we can, and reducing our carbon emissions. So we talked about Dariush. 
Dariush, who owns Micro Mobility Kitchen, who I believe is taking advantage of of one of your loan programs. Can you tell us more about that relationship? Yeah, that is correct. Dariush is the latest um, borrower to get approved. We actually have the loan closing coming up in a week and a half here. And he is um, going to be receiving a loan to expand Micromobile Kitchen by creating a new uh, prep kitchen, which he's building into shipping containers, and to create a new electric food cart. So Daryush is an exciting one because not only does he cook amazing Persian food, if you haven't had the chance to get it, I highly recommend it. But also, he is creating opportunities for other small food vendors, a lot of them BIPOC food vendors. You know, not too long ago, we interviewed Bill Kelfie, who was launching Mighty, as you know, which is this platform trying to keep online shopping local. And so the degree to which we can sort of grow by supporting local businesses, thanks to your work, is really important. Yeah, I think uh, a nod to Bruce Seifer, he would call it the economic gardening strategy instead of trying to recruit uh, business from out of town with incentives that we often don't have. Who's here doing cool things? How can we water them, so to speak, to help them grow, create new jobs, and um, keep exciting businesses here in Burlington? Yeah, thanks, Will. I really appreciate how you reference Bruce. I had the privilege, of course, of working with Bruce at CEDO, and I do remember him talking about that sweet spot of small businesses who have the capacity to grow and expand. Yeah, that's exactly what we do, whether it's helping them make connections to all the great, what we call entrepreneurial support organizations out there that can help people write business plans and, um, you know, find insurance providers, things like that. But a lot of what we do is help people find space as they're growing and outgrowing their current space. What are some other spaces here in town that they can move into? So that's what we're here for. So if anyone out there is starting a business and needs some support, feel free to reach out to us or if they're looking to expand and grow their business, which is oftentimes when we reach out to you, JC, Jake, Chris Burns, the team here to better understand what sort of incentives and rebates are out there. A lot of times we're working with restaurants or recently laundry mats that are investing in equipment and there's plenty of uh, programs through BED to kind of find some cost savings for them. You know, we also talked about something, another sort of interesting collaboration with BED around hydroponics. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Will? Absolutely. We are working with BED and a great organization called Village Hydroponics to um, lease out some of the BED land down by the Intervale for hydroponic growing throughout the winter. As a backstory, this is a extension of the People's Farm Stand uh, made up of a number of farmers, including Noor, who we've been working closely with. They give out free locally grown vegetables throughout the summer. Uh, you often find them at South Meadow, Salmon Run, Pomeroy Park. And this is, this is great. A lot of these vegetables are culturally appropriate. They go very quickly. It's a great service six months out of the year. But then these families rely on this organization and these free vegetables. So what Noor is doing is he is purchasing and outfitting a shipping container to grow during the six months where you can't grow outside to provide this service year round. We're trying to help them get started by helping them secure land and find funding. They're about halfway to their funding goal to be able to buy and um, outfit this shipping container. But a really great project that uh, we'd love to see uh, get off the ground for the next growing season. And this is something that, you know, hopefully will be in the community for many, many years to come. Can you tell us a little bit more about who's benefiting from the loans, Will? Yeah, absolutely. So out of the 12, eight of them are BIPOC-owned businesses. 
and nine of them are actually women-owned businesses with a lot of them that are BIPOC women applying for these loans. So once again, we're not trying to compete with the banks in town. We are trying to help support great businesses that aren't able to access traditional financing. And so how is money being used? Can you share a little bit more on that? Yeah, we had a couple of our early loans back in April and May be used to purchase food carts. So if you go downtown on Church Street, we have a new Somalian food cart, a El Salvadorian food cart, and a um, East Ghanaian food cart. So we're seeing a lot of diversity in our food cart program, which is great to see. And then some of our, our larger loans, we helped a company called Sleepwell Recycling uh, purchase a box truck to, uh, yep, great, great company. Um, Dariush, who we talked about, uh, State Change Media, they are creating an online platform for their psychology services and working with Champlain College. That's been great to see. So a real... Uh, diversity of businesses being supported through these two different loan programs. Yeah, I love this. And Adam and I are just smiling because we just interviewed Josh of Sleep Josh Well Recycle. Yeah. He is indeed. He's such, I, I, we, I, we so enjoy talking to him. I will just reference again that when we had COVID and the scrapyard was closed down at McNeil, people were really disappointed. And so it's a reminder how important it is for folks to have a place to bring their their untreated scrap wood, their their yard waste, et cetera, Josh being one of them. So love the fact that your program is is helping Josh. Yeah, Josh is a, a great example of someone who came up with an innovative business strategy. He's kind of been bootstrapping the business since day one. And, you know, as we met him and got to see his operation, learned that he was renting a U-Haul every day, which is a pretty pretty big cost to the business. And so through this program, being able to buy his own truck, you know, will allow them to save a lot of money by not having to rent a a truck every day. So um, he was just a cool example of someone doing something innovative in the sustainability field, but could use a little bit of help to kind of grow the business and save some money on the day-to-day operations. Will, is there anything we haven't talked about that you think uh, listeners will want to know? Yeah, just just highlighting the two revolving loan programs a little bit more. Both of them are zero interest. You know, we're not a bank. We're not trying to make money off this. We're trying to support great community businesses. Um, the first one's a partnership with Kiva, the one that's up to 15000 And so there's a uh, Kiva network that started doing micro lending in some of the lowest income neighborhoods in the world. And they're now partnering with U.S. City. So they actually underwrite the loans and um, they're all zero interest. We help people with the application. We endorse them. And for every dollar raised, the city will match $3. And it's unique because a lot of programs have interest. And so if you look at our Muslim-owned businesses, due to Sharia law, they're not allowed to take out interest-bearing loans. So this was a product we created to be able to support Muslim-owned businesses here in Burlington, along with other businesses. And then the larger program, up to 40000 the one that Daryush just applied to, we have a um, volunteer underwriting committee of local bankers and people from local credit unions who actually do the underwriting. So I just want to give a quick nod to all those who are offering their time to make this program happen. Will, thank you so much for joining us. It was really a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me on. Always great to work with you. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. 
We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy.